Welcome back to In Hot Water. It is June 11th, 2020. You got Maddie Lee up in New York City. We got Tom and Joey down in Tampa. How are you doing, boys? It's been a week or two since we talked. Great to see it's you. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I've been out of it. Living, that, living that 2020, 2020 life, the best year ever. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah, um, since we spoke, uh, <sighs> I've been kind of out of it. Uh, I was sick, non-Rona, um, been working a lot, and haven't really plugged into a lot of stuff that's going on up here. I know shit's still pretty wild. Um, don't know if the corona thing's still a thing. It's like every, it everything's wide open down there. Yeah, and the numbers are going through the roof. Yeah, I know. Well, Arizona's a hot spot now, and I know Florida's about to pop off. I thought temperature was like a big thing with the uh, the virus. It was like once it got hot, it was going to kill it. It's not. A thing, huh? Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. That's fake news. All the that's hot just... spots are real hot spots. Well. Do we want to get Dottie in? I think that's that's got to be Dottie. It's always Dottie. She gets so jealous. She's a big fan. Should we bring? Amy's home right now, though. Hold on. Is it Dottie making? Dottie always gets blamed. No, that's Rocco. That's Rocco. But yeah, so the numbers are going through the roof. But let's just we here in hot water, we try to call things straight down the middle, unless we're talking about Trump. Then we go, but that's on, that's me being honest. But if we talk about it just from what you're hearing, there's some people that are saying the numbers are going up because not because more people are getting sick because of the opening up of the state. They're saying they were already sick and it's just because We've got a great testing system, and we're testing thousands of people each week. And so by nature, the numbers are going through the roof. It has nothing to do with the businesses opening up. And then there's other people that are saying, hey, it's going up, but it's not because of the businesses. It's because of all the protests. And these are huge groups of people that are not social distancing though, through the guidelines and the way they should do it. So depending on what side of the fence you're on, it's either a huge emergency or it's to be expected. TBE? I guess. I mean, I think the people have spoken. A lot of the places that you that are open with people of our age group are not very busy. The videos I've seen of businesses in South Howard where it's a lot of college kids and brosters and babes going out, they're like packed to the gills, like nobody gives a shit. So I think it's really age group determined. Yeah, last, last night at Shuffle, all the young kids were hugging each other and oh. standing right on top of the band playing and acting as if everything was completely fine. Trying to give me hugs, trying to give Phil hugs. You pushing people away? What do you do? I gave a couple of hugs. And then I gave a couple of fist pounds, and then 
ran to the sanitization station. I do the I, air, I do the air high five. Just on Zoom, like I don't, I don't, even, I can't even talk to people up here. Oh no, man! It's like I said before. I think we're just in the situation we're in because there's just no way out of it at this point. And I think that in situations where we can do things virtually like our like you like your real job you don't need to be like anywhere we can do it we should be doing it to try to help but there's only so much you can do when people are still like businesses like mine or when people are trying to go out and take their mind off of it like and i think that that people are going to make their own judgment of when they feel they're going to put themselves at risk. You know what I mean? And they're, and, and I think it shows with the numbers, like most people um, are being super responsible and saying, I'm only going to go out a couple times because I feel like I need to go out, but I'm not going to go out like I used to. And I think, you know, we talked about the young kids, but I've seen a lot of like old people that are basically like, listen, I'm checking out sooner or later anyway. Yeah. So I'm gonna have fun and I don't give a shit. Yeah. I think it's really Generation X that we're all sitting here like, hey man, we gotta be responsible. But the young kids and the like elderly elderly just don't give a fuck, you know? Which is crazy, but it's what I've seen with my own eyes. Wow, and you're nine days from opening, Tommy. Yeah. So June 20th is the first show back since March 16th? March 5th. March 15th? March March 15th was the final Old Old Dirty Sundays. And then we try to open up March 16th for Christian's happy hour. And then Trump made that announcement that they didn't want over 10 people in a building at a time. And people like freaked out. And that's when I called him and we shut it down. We've been closed ever since then. So. Tommy, have you been to any establishments since stuff is open down there? Um, Not really. Like restaurant to eat something. Um. Tomorrow night, me and Mrs. Footlong, it's our 10-year anniversary. We're going to go to Mandarin Heights to get a couple. I told her that we earned, like, two drinks that were bright red that smoke comes out of them or something, like just shit that we would never be seen in public drinking. We're going to go get those. But when people ask us, we're going to say, oh, it's our 10-year anniversary and just be like, we deserve to have these $30 drinks, $30 drinks. Are you going to get dressed up, Tom? I'll probably wear some sleeves. Half sleeve. Hop hat? Fedora. Fedora was the follow-up. Right. And then after that, you're going to be Tommy craft drink. I'll take a picture. And then after we do the foo-foo drinks, we're going to either go to the bodega, or we're going to, it's called the bodega in Summer Heights, or Ground Foods, which we also like. They have really good vegan pasta there. And that will be the extent of my in-house um, bar and dining experience from the last three months. Everything else we've gotten has been to go and every other business 
I've really been to has been like during the day before they're open to the public for like business meeting type stuff. So I'm not totally looking forward to it, but I'm not totally not looking forward to it. Joe, where have you been? I know you've, you started the, the tour, the food tour. I saw you at Segunda the other day. Yeah. They're, they're doing like a one in one out kind of thing. Oh, that's, that's like the bodegas up here, not the bodega down there. Yeah. But uh, on Sunday, Cosby hit me up and wanted to get a drink at the hub. So we went to the hub and then we went to Boneyard and then we went to Dirty Shame. So we did a little bar hopping, but none of those places had more than like five people. I don't know. It was during the day. <laughs> that's, like, that's the standard for the Dirty Shame. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a bang bang with my brother the other day and we went to Big Ray's Fish Camp and uh, another taco joint. Nice. So, I mean, I listen, I don't want to come off like um, the Undertaker or the Grim Reaper, but I, I'm telling you, a lot of these places are going to go out of business. There's, ju there's just no way around it. Um, they're not going to be able to keep a lot of these places in business. And that's the thing. They're like, even the call I was on earlier today, I talked to this, um, damn it, I can't even think of his name right now, but this Florida congressman that I was on the call with, and you know, they just, you try to explain to them, like, listen, this is what's happening, and, and it's just, it's, you know when you're talking to somebody and they're like nodding, that they're listening to you, but they're not listening, like they just know, the guy's looking at me like, yeah, I understand, and he's thinking to himself, half of these places are going to go out of business and somebody else will step in and take their place and we can't worry about it because we have all this other shit that we're worried about. And they're just trying to get these businesses open because they know that they didn't handle it the right way. And it's just like anything else. They look at it and they're like, at least if we get them open, if they go out of business in six or seven months, it'll look like they just went out of business and there'll be other news going on by then and we won't hear that it was from COVID-19. But I mean, I'm telling you, over the next year to two years, a lot of small businesses are going to go out of business. That's all there is to it. There's no way around it. Yeah. The funding's not there. There's no funding. <laughs> the loan I got is a 30-year loan that now I'm stuck with right now for the time being. Like, my business isn't going to be there for another 30 years. So how do I pay that thing off unless I get the grants, like I'm rolling the dice right now. Like everything's, you know, rolling the dice where I'm going, you know what, this is what I'm doing right now because I'm going to figure a way out of this. But honestly, if, if that doesn't happen, I'm stuck with the 30 year loan. In that thing, it says, it's like, they want to know your business. They want to know the location, but if you sign for it, they, they have my address, my personal information, Saying this real quiet, so Mrs. Footlong doesn't get scared. But I mean, it's the truth. I mean, they'll they'll try to come after me too if I can't figure out how to deal with that loan. It's a dangerous. It's a dangerous. It's like going to Vegas. We're gambling, gambling with SBA money, where they're saying, "Hey, listen, if everybody goes under, we give them these enormous long-term loans, and we'll just take whatever we can take from them." I mean, it's, it's going to come back to bite a lot of people in the ass. Not me, because I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get through this, but man, I'm going to tell you places are going to go out of business. That's all there is to it. There's no way around it. 
Yeah, that article you shared with the consequence of sound about the um, independent venues is really bad. I mean, that's what I mean. You like the guy when I was on the phone with him today, he was like, um, he goes, let's be honest. Um, Republican congressman, very religious. He kept on talking about his parish, former military. He was an army infantry, infantry guy. When we asked him what music he listens to, he did. I love the Christian rock station. Nothing against him. He seemed like a nice enough guy. Um, but, you know, his thing was, he's like, nothing's been hit harder than the restaurant industry. And I had to correct, I had to say, well, all due respect, Congressman, you know, restaurants were shut down for a month and they could do takeout. My business has been closed since March 16th. I've had no way of making any money. I've spent $70,000 in bills. I got a 19,000 PPP loan that didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it's um, Congressman Stoop. Um, and honestly, the other people that were on the call were agents, um, ASCAP, BMI. Um, it was different people all through the different music industry. And he did say to me, he said, Tom, I would like to talk to you separately. Email me tomorrow and you and I can have a one-on-one -on -one meeting. Because he said he thought a lot of the stuff I was talking about he wasn't aware of. He thought it was interesting. But I even said to him about that, I said, Congressman Steve, let's be honest. The money's gone. And, there, and we know the mistakes were made. I said, but is there really a way to go back and do this restart program they're talking about and get this money? And he gave me one of those political answers that goes all over the place and ends up with not answering the question. So, I mean, I'm going to hit him up um, and see if he'll give me that one-on-one -on -one meeting that he said to the group. I probably won't hear from that guy for another three months. You know, I just, I'm a realist. I just think that it's sink or swim. I think a lot of places are just, you're either going to make it or you're not going to make it. It's, it's like they said, this whole thing's a war and some people are going to come out of it and some people aren't. That's all there is to it. And I think that's the, 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 the fight or flight is the government's mentality right now. They don't think there's anything more they can do to help anybody. And plus we got all this other stuff going on. So, I mean, just being real. And like Joey said, a lot of places just aren't going to do the, the numbers that they're supposed to do. I think it's going to be hard to get people out. You can. And like, how, how do you retain staff when you can only open a 25, 50% capacity? And <coughs> you have an outdoor, but that's not the largest space, but it's something. Are you, are you able to move out to 8th, Tom, out on the sidewalk and stuff? No. They said that there was a different set of liabilities for the bars than there was for restaurants, and they stopped that street program anyway once the bars opened. I think they just feel like once the bars and the nightclubs open, it's just too dangerous to, to do that kind of stuff. Um, they still are letting the bars do additional cafe seating on their sidewalks or the restaurants, I mean. And if you're a bar, you're allowed to utilize your parking lot. Like if you own property that's not meant for that purpose, but it's your property, they're letting you use it. And they're giving us 100% capacity outside. So I can have my full capacity for my beer garden and my half capacity for the inside. Um, so I'm pretty lucky. It actually puts me at a pretty good number of 200 people. But honestly... And that's the other thing I told this dude, until the tourists come back, that's not going to matter because there's no way 
I'm going to hit those numbers ever for anything that's on my calendar right now. There's just no way because not enough people feel safe going out. Um, I'm sure Joey can attest to it that Joey, like Phil was saying, like when they, when they call bands, there's somebody in every band that's like, he can't do it. It's yeah, even, even locals don't want to, you know, perform out right now. You know, and if one, one out of five in a band don't want to play, they ain't playing. So like we've had a hard time filling the calendar at, you know, some of the restaurants that are open right now. Yeah, so I texted the boys as soon as we started this to see if they wanted to get a date in July, see if I need to bring some of my gear down, and somebody already backed that. Somebody already told, said no dice. Yeah, I wonder if it's the person that owns 10 flip-flops. No. Oh, really? Okay. No. <laughs> he used to have dreadlocks. Okay. Alex, I was going to say it's Alex. <laughs> Make great players. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny was giving me shit, but he didn't say yes or no. Murray said I'm down AF, so that's not a surprise. Yeah, M Murray's not even wearing a mask while he's cooking. Murray doesn't care about shit. No. He, he's had, like, he, had it, he probably brought it here. He probably had it in January. Murray, Murray and Kenny are like the Chuck Norris jokes. Like if COVID <laughs> got them, if COVID got them, COVID would die. You know what I mean? They're they're so there's so much inside of them already. It would kill the pandemic problem. We need to get their blood to destroy COVID nineteen. It needs to be tested. We need to get it to Fauci. We need to get both of their blood, and that's gonna that could be the cure. We just got to pump everybody full of pollen blood, and we're good. Eddie's blood would probably come out black, <laughs> like tar. It would it's, be like a thick. Like, Jim Beam, um, it's just Jim Beam and, you know, pineapple juice. It would be like um, the Spider-Man villain, villain, like Venom. It would be like this goo that came out. Kenny's, I mean, he's supernatural. That's all there is to it. He's a other level shit. Yep, he definitely is. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the cases in Florida, and yesterday was, I think it was the third highest day that's happened all year. The most was yeah, it's been really bad. April seventeenth, there was fourteen hundred. It got that high. the The first highest day was June fourth, and then yesterday or the ninth, it got up to uh, back up to almost fourteen hundred again, thirteen seventy one. This phase two is a real thing. Oh, it's bad. It's bad, and I mean, I I don't know. We'll see what happens when the fall comes. I think I think when the fall comes, you're going to see people falling, dropping like flies. I think it's going to be bad. Um, I don't know. It's tough. We're in the shit, man. We're in the shit. Yeah. And still... these people that don't that don't think it's serious, trust me. I, I I hate to say it, but I'm telling you, when flu season comes, it's going to be all these dudes that aren't taking it serious that haven't even got the flu shot. And people are going to start getting really sick. And it's going to be a problem. Joey, how – I mean, this really sucks because, you know, for all of us, like we like to smoke smoke a little grass, and this takes that away. Everybody has to have their own. I mean, uh, I've been out <laughs> a few places, and that hasn't stopped. Really? Joey. I'm going to wear my Just Say No shirt when I come down. 
But what are you saying? You're saying that because of this, now you have to buy your own grass that you can't just mooch it off of somebody else? <laughs> I know. I never mooch. I always have my own. And my dad laces me up when I get down there. I'm just I would be less inclined to pass something to somebody. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do that. You don't want to shake somebody's hand, much less, you know, make out with them. Right. No, I agree. <laughs> it's still funny, though. Uh, no, because that, there is people that I've talked to that are like, damn, I got to start buying all my own weed. I'm like, you kind of do. Because it's yeah. totally different now. If we all have our separate pipes, and then all of a sudden you're like, yo, give me a nug to put in mine. It's a little bit different because then I'm like, well, yo, go fuck yourself, you know? That's like shit. times are tough for me too. I'm telling um, you, shit goes out the window right away. People are going to be passing joints without giving a shit, man. It's I, really I dangerous. But the reality of it, once you have a few drinks, people it is that shit is real and you fall back into old ways very easily. You're right about that. Wow. But, I mean, what do you, people are going to die, right? Yeah, fuck, looks yeah. like <laughs> I mean, people are going to get really sick. It's unfortunate, but I mean. I mean, listen, I'm just being, I, if you, when you watch the news, whether you're on the left or the right, if you look at this with common sense and you read past all the bullshit and you just look at it, and I'm, I'm trying to be, as honest as possible with also, I mean, it's, it's a bad situation, but when I look at the news and study this thing, whether you're on the left or the right, every doctor or scientist that I've heard has said that there's not going to be a vaccine in time. And the only way we're going to get through this is once at least 60 or 70% of the population has become infected. And that's how we're gonna build up the immunity to it. And that's a very nice way of telling people, we're all gonna get sick and some of us are gonna die. Right. I mean, that's it. And you can look at it and say whose fault that is or how we got here. I personally choose to believe it was the administration's fault that they acted too late, that they didn't take the initial warning seriously, that if they would have got ahead of it, this wouldn't have happened. We've never had a situation like this before because hopefully we were on top of these things, but we're here now. And that's the only way out of it. You can't, there, it's just impossible for every single person to live in their house for the next five or six months. And, and then everybody just goes out of business. I mean, that's, that's a sad reality because it's the reality they set us up for, meaning our government. It's what they're telling us that we have to do because they're not ensuring that all these places are gonna stay in business. But how can they even do that though? Like- Do what? Ensure that you're gonna stay in business. They could have froze, they could have frozen. Listen, they're printing money right now. We're going trillions and trillions into debt. All right, and they gave some of that. You want to talk about fake news? It's fake money. They're just printing money. And then they're giving that fake money to whoever the fuck they feel deserves it. So don't tell me we if you're they're making the rules. How can't they do it? Just make more money. 
They don't want to do that. Why don't they want to do that? Because they'd rather see some of these places go out of business than the banks get stronger. I mean, it's they're taking care of the people they already they always take care of. They're and they're leaving small businesses out to dry. And that and that's the truth. You know, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's exactly what's happening. So Joey, who's this Greg dude? And that's the congressman. That's the congressman that Tommy was talking about earlier. I mean, that is a, was it a video chat? This guy's very aggressive photos. It was a it was a Zoom meeting. Really? Was he wearing a suit? No, he was wearing like a button down, like just a normal button down shirt. Um, guy looks like he could fuck though. I I don't know. I got some. Um, I got a vibe from him. It was one of those things where it was like we were very cordial with each other, but at the same time, it was if Throwdown came to go, I th- you know, I think we'd be throwing. It looks like he could take a few. Yeah, like he has a chin. He had three rescue dogs. They were all pit bulls. I didn't bring up that I have three, the two, two out of mine are rescue as well, and they are pugs. I didn't bring it up. He brought it up. We actually spent 20 minutes talking about his dogs. And I have a very hard time with the Zoom meetings because I have no patience or poker face for this shit. And, I, and the whole time he's talking about this shit, I'm like, even though I know that the other people can see me, I'm like rubbing my forehead and looking at my watch and like doing all this shit. And this and Jack Daniels. Was, yeah. This it's, like the, it's like in hot water. Everybody else is just like, oh, please tell us more. Oh, boy. And then you see me in my little square, just, oh, like, oh, is this guy going to, you know, he's probably like, look at this motherfucker, man. This right. guy, like, he don't give a shit about anything I have to say. Um, I don't know. I, don't, see, I just don't think any of these people get it. You're not being affected by it. You still have your job. You're not paying for your health care. You know, this motherfucker's telling me about every week how he goes to his parish and prays and all this shit. I don't know. I probably shouldn't keep talking about because I'm going to ruin the pod because I'm going to get mad. We're going to be in, but, I mean, we're already in the cloud. So where's this guy? He's in Bradenton, huh? Yeah, Bradenton boy. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about how the, the, it, by, all expectations the Republican National Convention will be in Jacksonville. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to come out and say it. I, I didn't care for the man. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> students. Sorry, students. If we got to go round and round someday, that's fine. But yeah, I didn't he looks- care for him. He, he just didn't get it. He didn't get it. And, and the other thing was, we, I mean, you're on the phone with all music industry people. And for whatever reason, we only really <laughs> talked about the music industry for like 20 minutes. And then the conversation went to the protests and stuff and how he went to a funeral for a fallen sheriff and that his brother was sheriff, both of his brothers and his dad was a cop. I don't know. He didn't, I mean, whatever. And that they're going to be voting on that stuff. I just didn't feel like he had the same kind of views on a lot of things that I do. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes people have different views, but you can tell that they're open to different things. I felt like he's got his views and that's how he feels about shit. And, you know, when you're fighting for survival and stuff, you kind of, there's certain people where you're just like, I don't got time for you. Get the fuck out of my way. You know, like if we're going to be five minutes into it, I can tell you don't give a fuck about me. Let me get going because I've got important shit to do. And I got to try to talk to somebody. Got to try to talk to somebody who cares. I mean, it's nothing against the man. I can tell he's not going to help us. You know what I mean? And it's like, do I need to stay on the phone with this guy any longer? Because you're not going to help me. It's a waste of time. I'll go to the people that I think are going to help. So you didn't tell him about your 11-year plan? Ooh. Oh, that he'd be working for me soon? Right. Ooh. No, I, I, like to, I like to do it. Um, you know I'm 100% Italian. So I prefer for the, the blind side. Like right. for the big ones, like I'll, you know, I'll come at you a certain way with, um, with an appetizer. But when it comes to like the, like the real mwah, creme de la creme, I, I like to do Soprano style where you just go, you don't even see it coming. So when, next time I see that guy, I'll be his boss and he'll be like, oh, you look familiar. I'll be like, yeah, don't you remember? We had that talk. You told me about your, your three pit bulls. Well, guess what? You're shredded. That'll be it. Nice callback, Tommy. Tommy, you're 100% Italian? What? You're 100% Italian. Oh, yeah. Always been. You could get into the mafia. They can trace your uh, roots back to the old country, right? Like in good. You no, know, I got that stuff. I got those cousins in Buffalo. What do you mean? You got, you got, you know, some guy? I got the ties, baby. I got the ties. Joey, you 100%? You Honda too? 100. Wow. Wow. Joey's got some ties somewhere. Of course. That hot dog stands up front. Everybody knows it. Yep, sure is. I need to get my um my stuff back, but my mom and my mom's done it. It's like just England and Germany. It's so white. Yeah. Oh, Italy. When I went to go visit Joey's dad and I brought him the belt and had a hot dog over there. <laughs> <laughs> When I went to go visit him, he was there, and then he had the police officer guy that he was friends with, his other buddy. It almost reminded me of like the like a, a blue collar, like the like um like someone like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood or something. Like everybody was, it was all these guys. <laughs> Fireman, like, here's a cop. <laughs> it looked very innocent and everything. It's a construction guy over here look very innocent and everything but i was sitting there the whole time and i was like hmm shit might be a cover this might be some mafioso what's in the sauce what's in the sauce <laughs> yeah don't ask but it looked way too convenient for me um the hot dogs were damn good but i i think it could be a front for some ozark type shit possibly oh. wow shots fired joey in a good way yeah i love ozark i'm just saying your dad might be a pimp He's, he's, a, he's an interesting character. I just, I just saw him yesterday. He's, he's a great. Fucking, he's a real fucking nut. <laughs> we should get him on in hot water. He is a I'm going to tag him on this one. I'm going to tag him and say, you're on this episode. Check us out. We'll get him and Joan, Joan on the next pod. Yeah, I mean, they're both huge fans of Hot Dog Nation. Probably not a big fan of the pod, but, I mean, they love. 
Hey, that look, would be fun. How many, uh, episodes this season? They've been tuning in. Uh, the first couple, yeah. Wow. You know what? Hopefully, you know, we cut the after done. dark stuff. Yeah, I know. You know, we've never had any of our parents on. Maybe we should have your dad on, Joe, as a special guest. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Dude, we so. can. Oh, god damn! All right, so let me tell you this funny story. So this is what we're gonna. We gotta have my mom on. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Ciao, ciao, so like, ciao. No, I'm telling you, dude. This is funny, dude. It was like a week ago. We're sitting there. I'm talking to her on the phone, and then she's asking me how things are going. And I start talking to her about our cat Sylvester, and I said. You know, I don't know, Sylvester, you know, he's been, he's acting really weird. I thought it was and, a she. I thought that was uh, Caitlin. Sylvester's a guy. We figured all that out. You don't have to check the tape. He's a guy. Oh, I thought it was Sylvester. He, I thought he was, and then my niece found out that he actually is a man. He had, like, really tiny beard. He got really thick fur. It's in there, is all I'm saying. But you seriously. check under the hood. He's there. He's a man. So Why did you think he was a girl? Anyway. So I'm because he had a lot of fur down there. Just didn't peek out. Turns Maybe out he's from he's, the 70s. I didn't look that close. Anyway. So, so he got a tumor. He has cancer now. So we let him move inside. I told my mom, I said, you know, now that he's inside, I think maybe the cancer has gone to his brain. I said, sometimes we you know, for whatever reason, we'll catch him and he's sleeping in his kitty litter and I have to get him out of there. It's just crazy. And she's like, we talked about this for probably at least 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and so I can't remember exactly what she said that tipped it off, but she said something like, well, that's so nice. You and Amy to do that, to just let him in. That's so nice, but please, just make sure you're safe. And I says, what do you think he's going to do to us, Mom? She thought he was a person. She thought I had been saying he had been sleeping on our porch for three years, and we finally decided to let him in. And she thought he was a homeless man that we let into the fucking house. She knows he bore well. Me and Amy were cracking up. I was like, Mom, I've been talking to you this, about this for almost a half hour. You think we let a human into our house that was sleeping on the porch and he's been sleeping in kitty litter inside our house? And she was like, well, you kids, are, you're just so nice about stuff. I was like, mom, I got to go. You're, you're out of your fucking mind. Poor mom. Poor mom. I was like, I couldn't believe she, it. She thought you had Jerry Nixon sleeping on the couch. I didn't know what was going on. We could not stop laughing. Like, I don't know how she missed it that Sylvester was a cat. <laughs> I don't know how you missed the whole sex thing because, I mean, I'm, I might want to rewind the tape because that was like a big part of the pod when Caitlin came out and, and did her thing and, and tripped her junk and, you know. And I said, we have Sylvester and Sylvestra. Was that a whole bit? No, we thought he was. He had really thick fur. <sighs> I never, like picked him up and pulled all of his fur back. My niece, like, checked him, checked him. What does that mean? 
she pushed all the fur back and found his private part. Does she do that a lot? At the time, she was working like veterinary stuff. So she, <laughs> yeah. She invested the 30 seconds to find out if the cat had a dick. You couldn't do it. Why would I do it? What do I care if he's a boy or a girl? I didn't I care. Don't, I still I don't remember why you, you thought it was a girl. Because I couldn't see his penis. I've never seen a cat's penis, ever. So how do you know when it's a guy or a girl? Because you, 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 you ask, you ask the guy strength. when you buy him. You go, is this a dude or a girl? And they tell I you. I didn't buy him. He was just at my house. Trust me, when you have the cat and they they're short furred cat, you have a cat. You have cats. You can see your cat's fucking balls. No, and I've we've only had uh, male cats. Well, I, you've never seen a cat's balls too. Maybe they're Caitlin. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back after this message. Welcome back to In Hot Water, where we're going to talk about Hot Dog Party coming up uh, July 3rd. So, Hot Dog Party's right around the corner. It's a go. Um, green light. We got the green light. We're going to try to make this thing happen. I'll be honest with you guys. I think we got a lot of work ahead of us. We don't know how it's going to look. The one thing we do know is we're going to get Matt on June 22nd. We're going to jump in my truck, and we're going to drive north. Matt, where are we meeting you? We're going to do this. We're going to come up with our plan live. Live, live on, on the pre-recorded pod, but we're live to us right now. Yeah. So, so what do you want us to about, get you about? I was thinking about this, and I thought if we showed up at Trumpy's house, that that's that's kind of, I mean, that's only four hours from me. So I think I can do a little bit a better job of meeting you guys. I was thinking Virginia, North Carolina. How far, Tommy, do you want to go in a day? Because I can – I mean, if you want to go – I think in the middle it was right around – it was like almost Richmond, Virginia. I mean, I don't mind driving, dude. Amy will tell you. I'm a driving motherfucker. But so if, you if put you, me on a long road trip where I can clear my head, I'm pretty happy to drive. Like, I could do a 12-hour drive in one day. Like, if Joey's up – and we hit the road at 7 a.m., I can drive till midnight. Right. In one day. Like, I'll do it. I'm not worried so, about it at all. Joey, have you ever – you've done this drive before, right? I, the only time I did this drive was when we moved from New York to Florida. Oh, boy. So, little little JoJo. Yeah. And we're going to need to work out a couple times too, Joe, so we have to make stops to go to the gym. If <laughs> now's the time that you want to – you've been talking about this membership forever. What we can do is you can work out with me and I'll take you through my workout routine and I get one guest at the Y. So we'll, we'll figure out as we're driving where our stops are and I can bring you with me and say, this is a guy I'm taking him here to work out too. And you can work out with me or you can sit on the park bench out front and smoke cigarettes for the hour long. But I got to get a couple workouts in. All right. We'll get a workout in, uh, in Georgia. Fair enough. Oh, maybe we will. Maybe we should stop in Atlanta and visit the guys from the masquerade. I haven't seen them in a while. I wouldn't mind stopping by there and looking at their room. I, 
I would say why don't we do that, through, why don't we do that on the way back? Yeah, we do. Want to do that? Yeah. So I just because I would love to see. I haven't been to the new masquerade since they left the woodchip mill. I know they're in underground Atlanta now. I wouldn't mind stopping in there and just calling like Greg Green, Roberta, and just saying like, "Hey, I want to see your facility." Could do that. None of the samurai guys are there anymore, so we can't visit them. Where are they? They all moved to like different places now. They were in Atlanta, but Tyler moved back home to Tampa, I believe, because with everything going on, he Did wanted he to be close to his Did he change his look again? He's a chameleon. Yeah, I wouldn't even recognize him if I saw that kid. He's definitely got that um, Unabomber thing going. Like, he can change his look. He's like a chameleon. He's very <laughs> scary. I love him, but I'm like, damn, dude. You you were like make a good like serial killer like you can change your look like I would have never known it was you you could have done something and left the state they'd never catch you bro like he's a chameleon but he was there and how did he Mateo take that there. feedback huh how did he take that feedback oh I don't know if I had said it to his face I mean I don't think I ever said it to him I told him he's a man of a thousand faces. If he wants to use that for a life of crime, that's up to him. But I mean, yeah, he's a chameleon. And then Mateo was out there. I thought there was one more of them was out there too. Maybe it was just him and Mateo. Because Keys is here now. He's uh, never Brian's left, there. right? Jovan. Jovan was there too. And I think Jovan's staying out there. I could be wrong. Where is uh, Mateo? Is he back in is he go to Ohio or something? No, he was going, for some reason, I want to say Alaska, but I know that's probably why. What? It was one of those things where he told me where he was going. I was like, what? It was crazy. So. All right. So back to the planning. Um, I just, I binged how, what's the middle of New York to Florida. And they said it was Raleigh, North Carolina. I like Raleigh. Raleigh's 500 miles from me and 650 miles from you. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm cool with that. I, I mean, if that's what you want to do, I don't – I'm cool with whatever. As long as we have the game plan, we move forward. I mean, we can go to, we can go to Durham for the last dance, and we can meet in Durham. We can maybe, like, give a shout-out to what's – the old, what's his name, the old guy? Jordan's uh, the security. <laughs> oh, is that where he's from? No, he's not from there. Oh. Oh, fuck. I have to go back to the tapes. So are we going to go to the White House, though? Well, I think that's what Matt's saying is no. No, dude. That's, that's, a, dude, that's really far from – that's a hike from Tampa. So Tampa to um, D.C. This is a really entertaining podcast. <laughs> I think it's a good – I think people are going to be excited about this, this story. This is travel. Travel channel. Travel. Yeah, so that's 978 miles, Tommy. That's 14 hours. All right, forget that. Fuck that. Yeah, so, so that's what I was saying. Like, I would say, like, Virginia was, was closer, but that's still, like, I think halfway would be South Carolina, but... Listen, we, let, I'm just, I'm not going to say we've ever done anything where we took a couple pictures that said we were somewhere where we weren't, but I'm just saying, there's a way for all three of us to get in the picture and the White House is behind us. 
Oh, there's, I mean, I know a guy. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah, Joey's a Photoshop genius. I mean, exactly. And silhouettes. when it goes, if it's fake news and people don't know, then who cares? Deal with it. Deal with it. So aside from the traveling, I do think we need to get on the phone and check. I mean, we almost lost Wolfface. We know we got Jeremy Loft, but the competitors themselves, we got to check with um, Keith and make sure Keith's still w willing to, to work his magic. Keith tells us, hey, guys, I, I don't feel comfortable doing it this year. We got a problem. What if he does it from home? What if we have a judge? A virtual. We, have, we, send, we, we send somebody we know and trust over there, and we have a, a, a counter in-house. In we put them under oath of hot dog law and make sure they have like, you know, no, no, no vegan stuff. And let's just, let's give us. Well, wait a second. Are you saying that if he says he, if we have him and a few other people say they can't come, are you saying we do a virtual hot dog eating competition? It's going to get messy. I, I've been thinking about it. It's going to get messy. I mean, people dip them in the water. It's, it's, I think that might be the safe play if we do half and half and maybe we get like a monitor or, and we just have something holding it up with them, like with a laptop. I'll be honest. What I thought situation. was we limited. Well, I thought we limited to like six people tops. And would, instead yeah. of using, wait a second. Instead of using one long table, we give them each their individual tables. And we just set them up around different points in the building with their own counter next to them. So literally, they're just spread out among the floor so you said for, for, you want to have people just lay on the floor no we just give them all their individual tables uh -oh. bar table and they just spread those out but it's yeah who is it oh forget it she's crazy can i have one more beer <laughs> happy anniversary it was my mom we got 20 get her on the pod you said we should bring her in. I do you want me to call her? I can call her back. Does she want to get in hot water? I gotta, I'm I gotta not gonna do, listen. For her. If I call her back, if I call her back and I tell her she's on a podcast, she's not gonna know what the hell I'm talking about. Am I good for 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Okay. All right. Love you, Amy. Maddie says he loves you. Good talk. She said she loves you too. But no, if I, I told I my hear mom, it. she wouldn't know what the hell I was talking about. So no, we, we can have understand. her on another time. But yeah, I thought about a distance where everybody has their own table. I mean, that's a possibility. Or we could move the competition outside. outside. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I'm, I'm, I was going to see what Coney Island's going to do. But they have an enormous stage. Right. We can't, we can't do it on stage because hot dogs' whole big thing is, or I mean, wolf face, their whole thing is they don't want the stage fucked up where they're playing before it, right? They're playing before. So we could do it on the stage this year, too. Can we do that with the, a tarp? With yeah, so we can because just the competition's the main event this year. And that's the so thing. I wanted to reach out to whatever competitors we can find, like starting early next week, and ask them to put together their own promo videos and they have to bring their entourage and we're going to ask them to dress up and Rocco and um, tell us what they want for their theme song and what their competition name is. 
And I figured if we could get a good enough, even if it's four guys or four people, man or woman or other person, that so their personas, if we can get their personas to be, like we're basically going to become Vince McMahon. We have to make these people larger than life to make up for the fact that it's a pretty flimsy competition this year. So should, should you just come up with their persona? No, that's not how I want to do it. I want to interview them and then help bring out the best in them to help guide them to bring up their own persona. Tommy, you're unreal. Joe, I thought we through a whole podcast without talking about any wrestling and <laughs> can't go an hour without a Vince reference or some kind of wrestling or something. It's showmanship. Look what happened. Dana White turned his fighters, like those UFC guys never used to cut promos and call each other out and all that shit. That's all the influence of Vince. So he, he feels that? I thought that was just like social media, these guys just being wild people. No, that's all the influence of sports entertainment, dude. They know. They're like, that's how you make money. You got to I mean, since the beginning of time, when boxers would promote fights, that's all straight out of the professional wrestling, dude. Yeah. He does make a big deal about the press conferences and the beef oh. up there. Got to have a storyline. Some of that's some stage beef, too. It is. It's all stage beef. That's what I'm saying. And you have a storyline. Then afterwards, these guys get paid. Next thing you know, they're best friends again. So, I mean, dude, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather talked mad shit about each other. As soon as the fight was over, they were hugging and kissing each other. Like, like, oh, my God, look how rich we are. So that's just so in fights. But anyway, yeah, we want to encourage these people to be at their full potential, their full football. My concern is that Keith's going to be like, I can't do it. If we lose Keith and we got to go find Dale Boone, we're in big trouble. No, that's not happening. Sorry, Boone. Thanks for coming. Tommy, how long is the stage? I think what we need to do is get measurements of how far area. Maybe we put a few people on the stage, maybe some veterans, and we put the rookies down front. Or maybe we just go all outside. But I think it has to be – we have to have space for the contestants, but also the crowd, and figure out maybe it's some inside, maybe it's some outside. But I think if we're going to do it, we got to figure out – it would be hard to separate it. So maybe we do half stage, half floor, and do three and three. I don't know. I think we'll see. I got to do some measurements, like you said. Can we shut down 17th? No. No. I think we'd be this okay. Is Tom, we this is the day. one day of the year Crowbar's a restaurant. I know. But it's going to be a very Talk small to Jane. Talk to our fan of the podcast, Jane. Uh, I don't know how she feels about everything after what happened. I mean, we've listen. That's when you say something's a bipartisan issue. Unlike Mel, Jane and I were able to put everything aside to deal with what we're dealing with, but at the same time, I haven't forgotten about Boom by the Back. So, but I forgave her to get to get to what we need to do. That's the truth. Mel, say his name again. Is, is he He's dead to me. Social, is, 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 how's Mel doing? I haven't heard anything from Mel in a long time. All jokes aside, I hope he's doing all right. 
I mean, we all, I remember that was one of my favorite podcasts. The story of you riding in the rain with no seat on your bike and uh, him. I forgot forgot that I rode my motorcycle (laughs) all the way out there just for him to look at me like I'm a piece of shit and just laughs in my face and tells me no. God, it still stings. Every time I think about it, it makes me mad. Dude, Mondays with Mel is still rocking. He just posted a vid three days ago. I never came back there. Yeah. It's called Amazing People, period. And then there's uh, Mondays with Mel with a heart. I mean, I'm tuning into this channel. I mean, I think we got to reach out to Mel again and get him on the pod. I never stepped foot in that place again after that. He told me that he wanted to be like the Rolling Stones. Well, yeah, he always he played in a band, and he said there was he played in a band, and he said it was his dream to be like the Rolling Stones, and then he's like, and then next thing you know, I became this hot dog guy, and then it like all came full circle where it was just kind of like, you know, which that that's what really I think upset me more than anything, because he basically said, you know, he was talking about his dream, and he's like, and I went for it, and look at me now, but then he was just like good game kid and like just kind of told me to get the fuck out of his face in like a, in the most <laughs> nicest way but it was like I'm sitting there listening to him like you just told me this whole great story about how somebody gave you a shot and now look what you did and I'm asking you to join us and you're basically saying you're too good for us or at least that's how I remember it <laughs> he might have not even said it like that and then I just immediately viewed him as the enemy and never forgave him and it could have been like really nice. I remember I saved that voicemail. Voicemail. Hi, Tom. This is Mel Lone calling from Mel's Hot Dogs. Uh, I sincerely appreciate your time and consideration on, on doing the uh, hot dog eating contest, but I've, I've just come to the conclusion that I'm just too damn lazy to do that shit anymore. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a great day and have a wonderful contest. Bye now. Joey, is Mel's Hot Dog on the. Um... The food list of Tampa. No, it's not. So I, no just, I just binged uh, Mel Lone's name, and there's not a damn thing about any music. This was way before the internet, so maybe he was like a Rolling Stone guy, but oh, I, w- I would love to find out some of the bands he played in. He said he was a drummer? I can't remember what he said he did. Probably just a liar is what it is, what it boils Dude, down. I mean, who names their kid Mel? Unless he gave himself that name, and it's like the worst name you could give yourself. If you're Mel, what's your full name as a man? Is it Mel? Or is there like a full... Melanie. Well, Mel- no. If, it, if you're a woman, your name could be Melanie, it could be Melissa, and they call you Mel. If you're a man and your name's Mel, is it just Mel? Or is there a... Melvin. Melvin, there you go. Sick. Did you look it up? No. No, no, it's just Mel. It's simply Mel. There he is. I think if you asked him, he'd say, it's just short for Mellow, baby. That's the kind of shit that Mel... I mean, knowing him like I know him, that's his persona. He's like, no, baby. It's just mellow. You think it's all rock and roll. You think he's like a skipper smokehouse hippie guy? Yeah, probably 
maybe Skippers. I could see um, Skippers, maybe the Strawberry Festival. He'd be like a Jimmy Buffett kind of guy, I think. Dude, he, I bet this guy loves Billy Joel. No. You don't think? No. 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 James Taylor? No. Eagles? I think he's Yacht Rock, buddy. No, don't know. He's not. He's I'm not. sorry. I know you don't want to admit it. I think he's Yacht Rock. Can we do a Sunset Sundays when I'm down there? Like prior to ODS? Maybe. Could do that or... It's in the courtyard. What if we did a Sunset Saturdays? That's kind of off-brand, but I can talk to the captains. I, gotta I mean, I got on, plenty on of open dates. I got plenty of open dates, even though Joe won't release his holds. <laughs> We're going to figure it out. But there is plenty of dates. So we do something. I'm still waiting on the wiki to um, respond back. <clears throat> if I can get an update on him, we can just do the Dixie Wicks, which is just me, Tom, and John. And we'll see a power trio again. So to get so back we, to this road trip here. Right. That's, that's so we meet, so sorry, so let's go back to the, let's go back. So we know we're getting you. Do we, we meet at the house? What's that? So, so yeah, let's talk about this. So what did I say, Raleigh? So well, that's what I'm saying. The link that I posted in the chat, JJ's Red Hots. Oh, okay, okay. What okay. Is, do we meet in Charlotte at a hot dog place? Sick. No, is this, it's on it's on Triple D. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Joey, where'd you find out about this place? Oh man, this this place is the best. So uh, yeah. that might be. So I don't I don't I've never done this drive, but. So we, I would be taking 95 down, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, because then we could shoot over to Charlotte, hit 85, and take that all the way down and catch 75. Sure. So you want to let me check? Let me check Tampa to to Charlotte. There's more stuff going on in Charlotte anyway. And so, so what's the plan? So what? So we'll get a hotel room in Charlotte, stay the night. Did you want to stop in Atlanta on the way back, or you want to come straight back? It just depends on how good of time we make. I mean, the main thing is we want to be back by Friday at the latest. So it's just going to depend on – I really feel like I can, I can knock out that whole drive in one day to get to you, to get to where we meet. And then it would give us a little bit more time to come back. The whole thing is we got to make a lot – we got to make the drive so we're to you by Monday night. We can do that. It gives us a little wiggle room. Mama Mia. Yeah, so it's a it's a six hundred and twenty seven miles from me. That's fine. Well, we'll do that. We gotta start checking with the competitors. We've already secured the bands. Rocco. Rocco, get a room. Get a room, Rocky. I'm gonna start looking at rental cars. I heard they're really cheap right now. We're ruining it. You're going to find your rental car live on the pod? No, but I'm just going to open a window so I can do it later. Um, All right. I have to do that. We'll have to get a hotel room in Charlotte, and we'll play it by ear if we want to do the straight drive back. Mm-hmm. Or um, make another stop on the way there. Um, we'll figure a, it out. I got a lot of friends in Savannah, 
Atlanta's, I mean, Atlanta's not far at all from Charlotte. No. Two hours? A couple hours tops. Yeah. And Atlanta's six from Tampa, so. I honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing the masquerade just because, like I said, I've never been there, but I mean, they're not open, but. Was the last, was the last time we went was for um, SOB's bachelor party? Yeah. That was when they were still at the old. The, the, that's the OG? That was the OG. That place was, that was a wild place, dude. How many levels? That was a wild night. Three levels, four levels? Three levels. That was a fun night. That was fun. I ran into John Stanier up here once. Who the fuck, what was the fucking band that was playing that night? Battles. That's right. So good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All right, so. So anyway, we'll do that. Get some food along the way. We'll document it. We'll stop at the White House. Wink, wink. It'll be good to get you down here. What do they say? Out of the fire into the frying pan. Dude, that's, yeah, that's what I'm. (laughs) We'll get you out of there. I'm already in the frying pan. I'm in the frying pan, but I'm going into, like, another frying pan. Right. We're just, we'll get you out of there. Where it's it's wide open. So I'm like, what's worse? I'm probably safer here, but now. Ah, you're with us now. We're going to get you out of there, and then you can come down here right in time for us our shit to get horrible. For us to get our real peak. And then you're going to be like, God damn it. Now I'm down here, and it's hot as balls. Can we? You'll be with us. Joey, are you wearing the face mask out in public? Uh, no. No? No. There's hot dog face masks online. If we should wear those for the, the contest. Nobody's wearing face masks here, but Un- I, I, I mean, I went outside to uh, take my trash out. And even when I opened my door, I put my mask on to, to accept a package. Yeah. Wow. It's mandatory up here. That's why it blows my mind that shit's like open 2000. miles. Nobody gives a shit down here. It sucks. So weird. It's horrible. And yeah, I'm going to look like a open. complete buffoon doing anything down there wearing a mask. No, when we reopen, it's going to be mandatory for for our staff to wear the stuff. And well, bartenders got to wear gloves. They got to wear the gloves and the masks, right? No, just the masks. I you don't have to wear the gloves. gloves. No? Everything at my place is disposable, so they don't have to wear the gloves. They're going to have to sanitize their hands every single time they like make a drink, handle money, or make a drink. Yeah, Fine. it's going to be it's going to be really difficult. Let's Wouldn't not go that back save to money time. to just have them wear gloves? They'd have to change the gloves every single time because as soon as you do well, one you thing, the, the next the cup. Thing. Yeah, the whole thing's a mess. So that that's the whole point. There's really no way to be 100% safe for any of this shit. That <clears> anybody <throat> making you believe that is just total fake news. Like, if you read about it, None of this shit, even if everybody's wearing a mask, nobody's safe because it'd go right into your eyeballs. But what if you have like a little, like, um, like a little. Everybody would have to be in a bubble. What if you had a cardboard cutout like koozie so you'd put that in front of every drink so they could hold the drink, but whatever, you don't touch the actual outside. You touch a brand new, it's another cost, which is 
What if we had a mechanical arm that handed them the drink from 20 feet away? Yeah, and just pours it Nothing. down their throat. We all have to be in bubbles. Like, we'd be bubble boys. Like, everybody would have to be a bubble person. So, guys, um, I'm looking into the live well, music scene okay. in Charlotte that's happening on June um, 23rd. There's a few options. Actually, there's one option, and it's pretty good. What is it? Nickelback with Tyler Bryant and Stone Temple Pilots. What are you talking about? Virtual? No, it's at the PNC Music Pavilion in Charlotte on, on Tuesday, June 23rd. Tickets are What's their... Nickelback and STP and Tyler Bryant. I think he's a country guy. But... Dude, they're doing a what's... concert tomorrow. What are you talking about? What's the capacity? This is in Charlotte at the PNC, the amphitheater there. Megadeth plays... Yeah, but how many people are they letting in there? Maybe these dates are old. They say Garth is playing on Saturday. Have you guys seen yeah, the dude, that? That's not happening, bro. For that, that brings up a different question. Who's in Stone Temple Pilots right now? Oh, Who the, who's the singer at Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah, I don't know how bands like like uh, Stone Temple Pilots and Alice in Chains. Oh my God! I think it's Chester Benningham. I've never heard of him. Lincoln Park guy. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Delete. Delete. You can't Delete. have a you can't have a guy come in and sing for STP, Allison Chains, or Blind Melon. And they all still tour, unfortunately. Who That's, you brought up the Nickelback guy. Yeah. The Nickelback guy, was it Nickelback? That he did the video where he was singing Nirvana? And it was fucking horrible. Like it was so a Nickelback? Really no, you're talking about Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. That's what it was. Jeez, that he was like brutal. Did it. Well, the whole thing was it wasn't even live. Like they picked that. So how bad was the shit? You know what I mean? Before they picked that. I mean it was horrible. I can't even believe they did it. He um well he Good Lord. He has a lot of issues. Um He's been arrested a bunch, and he like his bands quit on him multiple times. He's a complete disaster. That guy, Puddle of Mud, Puddle of Mud guy. He's a yeah, but they aired it. Why did they even let him do it? They had that one song. Um, yeah, the, I mean, he's from Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. I'm gonna cover it. You're gonna cover that song? Yeah. Oh my god! So like. Yeah, their past members is longer than the members of the band by like threefold. He's been kicking everybody out of the group. I forget his song that he had. It wasn't, he's nuts. but he's uh, he's a complete uh, disaster and a very big liability. Yeah, and he, if you search on YouTube, his name's um, Wes Scantlin. Uh, complete mess, really big mess. I'm looking to see if the um, PNC Music Pavilion's open. It's closed. It's not. Nothing's open, Matt. Okay, so tickets are for sale August 18th for Hall and Oates. It's not going to happen. August 18th, Tommy. You're not going to get Hall and Oates in the same room. August 18th in Charlotte? This is a big, this is an amphitheater. I know, they're not, places like that probably won't be open until next year. Trust me. Says 2020. (laughs) Brooks and Dunn plays September 11th. Little I'm not buying it. 
Judas Priest is playing September 17th. So here's what I'm thinking. I really am looking forward to coming to get you. I couldn't think of anybody else, you know, the three of us doing this thing. And I know we joked around with it. Like it's like a combination of city slickers and escape from New York. <laughs> like I'm really in, I think like the, the footage that we can get to share with people leading up to the new normal hot dog party 14 might be funner than the hot dog 14 itself. Yeah, so I looked into getting a portable digital recorder so that you can have one in the truck. And Perfect. We can, do, we can do live pod everywhere. The whole time. Everywhere. The whole time we can do it at the um, at Crowbar for Road to Reopen. We can do it for all of them. So we'll have this on file. I'll have to get some, like, a rubber for it so people will be, be cool with, like, putting it in front of their mouse. But Well... That, I don't know if there's a way to do it or not. What I would like to do is just leave it on and film the whole drive. And like, just like um, we just be live 24 hours. Well, this is only, this is only audio. How would I do the, I'll have to look into that. Get Can like, I do a Facebook oh, This is a reality show. <laughs> it is now. We're, if we have a reality president, oh, uh, GoPros are three hundred bucks, Tommy. We don't have the the budget. Why can't I just Facebook Live our drive the entire time and leave my phone charged the whole time and mount my phone on my dashboard? Well, I think we can go. I think we can go live at like certain parts of the trip, and you can just put your phone up somewhere, and we can do a live pod. We're gonna we're gonna test it when it's just Joey and I on the way there. I'm gonna test it out, and I'm just going to try to do a live drive and what i want to see is how many people actually stop what they're doing just to watch us drive that's yeah and and, and i and we should test that out before we go tommy because there's a way that we can do two phones so we can get a, a phone of you guys in the car and you can get a, a live one with me in the car so we can have a double shot of all of us on instagram live coming for the escape for new york and we meet halfway at jj's hot dogs it's going to look like a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah, it's going to be like Last Dance. We're going to be all over the place, and we're going to be coming before, afterwards. But I'm going to get the audio just for, so we can keep doing the podcast on. Yeah, we're going to do pods from the truck. Yeah, so we'll have the audio version of that, but we'll also do filmed on, on Instagram Live when we're in the car together. I don't know if I can do the, the back and forth, but when we're all – the three, the bun trusses together in one car. Am I going to have to get in the trunk? How's this work out? I've got a ba I've got back seats. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just kidding. Well, you're going to fit in around there. a person in six feet since... Be I haven't been around somebody six feet since I was at your bar when uh, Maceo was DJing. Well, I think that you should probably... We'll put you in a bubble in the back. I can actually, or I can put Visqueen in between you and I'll put one in the center between Joe. So we're all separated by uh, clear Visqueen. Let's get like the hospital dividers for all parts of the, the, the truck. Trust me. I don't know if we're all going to make it through this thing anyway. So whatever happens, um, happens. If we go down, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have two other guys. I wouldn't go down with without. That's so. what I'm saying. If it's got to happen, it's got to happen. So we at least got to try to get you out of there 
it's just like any other death mission. I mean, we know that if you stay there, you're probably not going to make it. So we at least got to try to get you out of there. Yeah, things aren't going well. I need to get out of here for, for my mental health, for my real health. Can't do another four months. No, we got to get you out of there. It, it, I'm going right into the frying pan, Tom. I mean, you said it. It's shit's fucking wild. It's wide open. And we were the hot spot in New York. Tampa's the hot spot next. Although I, Miami, and it, like it's all Dade County. Dade, yeah, Hillsborough County's Hillsborough's not... got a, in good place. Pinellas isn't even even near that. No. So maybe I just I'm just afraid that people are going to get too comfortable, and then we're not going to be safe anymore. But it right seems now, way too. This is the calm before the storm. It, it shit's going to go fucking bananas. Oh, yeah, pretty soon. Pandemonium for a hot dog party, but we're going to be safe. Uh, we're American. We're going to take care of one another like we always do. What's the date today? The today 11th. is June 11th. So, honestly, we're going to be coming to get you in 11 days. Yep. So, hang in there. We're going to get you out of there and get you the place... It's probably not that much safer, but <laughs> no, I'm just, I'll be around all of us. All right. Joe, you got anything? I got nothing. <laughs> all right, boys. We'll try to get another one in before we hit the road, um, and then we'll, we'll take it to Facebook and Instagram Live. Um, probably Instagram Live. That's where all the tomahawks are. And uh, we'll, we'll take it from there, and we'll have audio coming down shortly after um, the trip, the 23rd and leading up to Hot Dog Party July 3rd. If we do next week, um, I'll call Keith tomorrow. And I'm going to feel Keith, feel him out. I'm not going to feel him up. I'll feel him out, see how he's doing, and we'll get him on the next pod. And we'll try to record that next Tuesday or Thursday. I don't think it's a big deal if we have him or if we want to have Keegan come out of retirement and do it from home. I think they earn the respect having two belts that they can. I think if we do it from home, that we got to have them all do it from home. Then. No, we can max headroom, just have two laptops. We'll just have Gary Dijon hold two laptops up. With, the, with some people that are live at the event? Yeah, same thing. Well, let's see what he says, and then we'll, 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 we'll cross that button when we come to it. We can get little counter or little cards like for like basketball games and we can give them to people standing and the ones at, at on the laptops. And have- Joey's on that. Joey's got that under control. Okay. All right. All right. Well, love you guys. This has been another episode of In Hot Water. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe. Take care of one another. We'll talk to everybody next week. Hot Dog Nation, please stay safe, Hot Dog Nation. This one's for the bun. And we're going to have one trip around the sun, and it goes to the bun. Good night, America.